We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination founded by Bishop Dagwood Mills with over 1,500 branches worldwide. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard. We are introducing testimony time into Tuesday evening. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you hear somebody's testimony, know that it's a sign that yours is next to come. Hallelujah. We have Reverend William Sasu to lead us in this testimony time. Why don't you clap? Why don't you clap? Welcome in. Welcome in. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, it's time for testimony. Oh, are you excited about the testimony time? Wow. Why don't you help me welcome Jennifer Kissy Hoxson to bring us her testimony. Hallelujah. I'm Jennifer Kissy Hoxson from London Apache and I'm in the hymn square. Um, my testimony is about how God saved me in Perkham. I should have been killed. What happened was I had gone to Perkham to catch some money. And then as I was about to catch the money, it's like I've cashed the money, all right. But when it was coming out, someone came to block me and took the money. So the first instinct was to chase the person. So I chased the person um, at Perkham High Street through the alleyway between Nats West and the, what do you call it, the dentist. So as we went through there, I was using my shopping bag to hit him to give me my money. And then he wouldn't give me the money. He had a, a, an empty bottle with him. But then there were two guys in the alleyway who came to my aid with the help of these um, street sweepers. They had left their brooms and sticks around. So they went for the shovel and the rest and then hit him with it. And then he dropped the money and I took it. So as I took the money and I was like about to run, I realized that the other guys helping me had dropped the shovel and all that. So the thief now went for it and decided to chase us. So I just crossed the Peckham High Street without even looking. And it's only by the grace and mercies of God that I stand here. And this is due to, um, we had come to church one Tuesday evening and Bishop Ayi had told us to go and compile all Bishop Doug's prayers and then listen to it. So I've been listening to that prayer and this prayer was about um, how um, uh, Bishop said, uh, God should deliver you from the plague of armed robbery. God should give you bread to eat, where to cook it cook it and all that and then he said there should be a convoy of angels uh, aiding you and then helping you and I believe that that Monday there were a convoy of angels assisting me <laughs> in Perkham and then <laughs> and I thank God for the life of Bishop Ayi we had also come for uh, the prayer sections that is the name it take it claim it on Saturday morning and I was seated right here and then Reverend Sassu said there's someone here, there's a spirit of fear hovering around you. It's, it's as if you're afraid that somebody wants to hurt you. So I came to the front and he prayed for me because I've been afraid for a while because this thief is still alive. The police couldn't catch him, so he's still alive. So I was a bit afraid. So when I came to the front and 
Reverend Sasso prayed for me and I felt relieved. I would like to take this opportunity to thank Bishop Ayi for giving us this opportunity to come here on Saturday uh, to pray. And, uh, and then I would like to encourage everyone to be coming for the prayer sections because the Bible says the effectual prayer of a fervent, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much and as Christians... <laughs> Our weapon is prayer. Amen. Wow. Put your hands together. Oh. Wow. We also have another testimony which I'll read out to you. My name is Esther Omisho and I am from Battersea Branch. I am part of the choir and a film star and I'm also in the Bermondsey Chapel. My testimony is about how God delivered me from the spirit of fear, the fear of death. This happened during the Saturday morning, name it, claim it, and take it prayer session at Apache. Before Saturday, I had been bound by a strong feeling of fear. For a long time, I had felt that I was going to die prematurely, even to the extent that I was scared to get on trains, buses, and even drive my own car. All sorts of negative feelings come up to me. But I decided to come to the Saturday morning prayer session. I had actually missed the first one, but I purposed to come for the second one. When I came on Saturday, Reverend asked for those who suffer from the fear of death to come forward. And I came and I was prayed for. And immediately he said, loose. I felt a release, like something was leaving me. Afterward, I felt so much lighter in my spirit and I didn't have those feelings or thoughts anymore. So I know I have been delivered. I just want to thank God and to thank Bishop Richard for giving us the opportunity to come and pray. I believe that so many prayers will be answered during these prayer sessions. So be encouraged and try and be around to pray. God bless you. Amen. Well, put your hands for these testimonies, I believe that as we come and we hear these testimonies, our lives will get better. Amen. Hallelujah. I told you that you must rehearse your clapping, but at the end of these testimony times, the louder your clap, the quicker your miracle. Yes. Hallelujah. Still clapping, want to put our hands together and welcome Marcella to bring us a blessing. Hallelujah. I'm the one you've been speaking to me. 
There is no one else to work for But you, Lord No one else but you, Lord
shall be established. It shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountain and shall be exalted above the hills and all nations shall flow into it. Oh, all nations shall flow into it. Shall flow into it. One, two, one. One and two. Two and one. All right. One and two. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your great blessing. And thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your mercies. Thank you for your peace. And thank you for the blessing that you have prepared and packaged for us today. Thank you, Father, for your great kindness toward us, Lord. Let your will be done amongst us. Let your kingdom come amongst us, O God. Thank you for the blessing of sharing and hearing your word tonight. Heal us, bless us. Father, anoint us. Father, let there be an impartation of your precious Holy Spirit. Your spirit of wisdom. The spirit of understanding. The spirit of knowledge. The spirit of the fear of the Lord. The spirit of might, O God. Let there be, O God, a revelation of yourself and of your precious Holy Spirit in our lives today. Thank you, Lord. Be glorified and be praised tonight. In Jesus' name I pray. And the saints of God said, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Take your seats. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. And we want to continue sharing on what we've been sharing on. Hallelujah. First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 1 says that, And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with the excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. One of the things that we should learn and we should develop faith and trust in is the testimony of God. That is what God can do and what God has done. That is why the scriptures are littered with the testimony of God. Things that God has done right from the days of um, Abraham. Isaac, um, Moses, all through the scriptures, you see great, great works of God. So he's saying and he's comparing here that when he came, he didn't come with the excellency of speech. Excellency of speech is like um, President Obama giving a speech. He's a good speaker. That's the excellency of speech. He's good at speaking. He's good at talking. 
he, he has, he has um, catch phrases. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. And a whole nation and the whole world catches on. Whatever yes, we can means. But it's like, yes, we can. A whole great nation and the world comes alive because this excellent orator has come on BBC, Sky News, ABC, CNN, uh, all the top news networks, and is speaking, and he says, yes, we can. After every five minutes of his speech, he will pause and face a particular direction and say that, yes, we can. That's the excellency of speech. So Paul is saying that he, he didn't come with the excellency of speech, knowing how to talk, to say nice things, nice things that perhaps don't even mean much or don't mean anything at all. It's just nice to hear. He's saying that is not what he used. Neither did he use the the excellency of wisdom. I'm sure this wisdom is not heavenly wisdom. It's more of the intelligence. Yes, it means intelligence. Intelligence. And um, the varied knowledge of things human, humanly acquired by acuteness and experience and summed up in maxims and proverbs. That is the word used there for wisdom. Yeah. It's like, you know, cleverness. I see in one word, cleverness. Cleverness. He said, no, that's, not, that's not what I came to you. But rather, I came declaring unto you the testimony of God. The testimony of God. What God can do. What God has done. What God, you see, when you read the testimony of God, what happens is that your faith is developed and it is strengthened. Because you will see yourself, you will see yourself before different red seas of life. But when you remember that when Moses stood at the Red Sea with chariots of enemies coming from behind, what happened? The Red Sea parted. It's like, it's like they didn't drown. That's the testimony of God. That's what God, that's what God ha- can do. So, someone wrote a song and said, what he has done for others, he will do for you. What he has done for others. What he, God, has done for others, he will do for So the testimony of God, it's a very key and vital thing in our Christian development. So we know about God. So we meditate about God and we think about the strength and the power of God. That's the testimony of God. Not the excellency of speech or the excellency of the wisdom. That is like intelligence and cleverness of ordinary men. Ordinary men. I can't take an excerpt of Bill Clinton's inauguration speech and use it as a classic message in the church. Because it is not the testimony of God. It's not the testimony of God. It has, it has no power. 
It doesn't save, it doesn't save a soul. It doesn't save a soul. Yeah. It doesn't change a life. It doesn't convert, it doesn't direct a soul from hell to heaven. It's just, it just, it's just full of, you, you will clap, you will clap. The sound you hear are claps. Clap, let me hear, clap. This is a result of excellency of speech. Clap, keep clapping. This is it. This excellency of speech. This is a result. This is it. This is it. If, if you go for some meetings, there's, there's a way that they clap when there's an excellency of speech. There's a way that they... Yes. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. This is it. This this time. Start again. Like that. I need a glass of water. But by now, no, I need a a glass of water. Yes. I'll show you excellency of speech. Which has which has zero zero. Zero. Okay. Zero. Nil. No change. When you take that, when you adopt that, instead of the testimony of God, instead of talking about Lazarus and the rich man, Moses and the Red Sea, Abraham and Isaac, I've just finished giving part of my speech is so nice. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, we can. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, so like I was saying. The economy. This is the excellency of speech. This is what you see. Claps, sipping of water. Going in cycles compared with the testimony of God. The testimony of God. The test- now you can clap like Christians. <laughs> yeah. Testimony. So, in this life, there's something called the testimony of God, which you should not despise. Neither should you lean more on excellency of speech and cleverness than the te- the testimony of God is very powerful. It's able to save a soul. 
is able to change a life. That's the testimony of God. The testimony of God. So anyway, that's the introduction of verse 1. Then he said, for I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power. <laughs> it, is, it is more difficult to walk in the demonstration of the spirit and of power than to use enticing words of man's wisdom. It is more, this one is more difficult demonstration demonstration that is manifestation proof evidence tangible proofs of the scriptures that you have read <laughs> bring it on come and stand there and give us the demonstration of the spirit and of power then you will see you know it for one week before that program But enticing words of man's wisdom, it, it is, is it, it's the easiest thing to say and it's also the easiest thing to accept. That's why you, you don't even finish and people start clapping. And people start cheering because it's easy, it's easy to relate with and easy to accept. And he's saying that, he's asked for, he said, he's preaching. Are we learning something today? He said, he's preaching, he's preaching. It's not with enticing words of man's wisdom. How to build uh, a successful this, how to develop a successful that, how to look, we're talking about conversion of a soul. A soul is converted. A soul says that from today, from today, all things are passed away. I'm giving up on my friends, giving up on this, giving up on that. I'll be in, I believe in Jesus Christ. I will take up my cross, deny myself, and follow God. A soul is converted. The power of God. A drug addict has given up on drugs. A prostitute has stopped prostitution. The power that is the power of God, the power of God. That uh, this person is born again. I've stopped. Oh, no, no, I'm tagging along. One day, one day, gradually, it will. Demonstration. Demonstration. Because we don't have much regard for the testimony of God. That's why we don't have testimonies in our churches. Because we don't, we don't even appreciate things that God has done. And things that God is doing. Yeah. The prescribed, the prescribed things. The testimony of God. What, is God. what is God doing in the lives of people? Whether big or small. Whether great or What is God doing? Yeah. These kind of enticing words. It's very, it's very easy to absorb them and to take it in. But it's the power of God. A 
hidden demonstration that is a proof, living proof, living evidence. You can put this person, this person was like this person was a satanist, came to church, heard John 3:16, the testimony of God, heard the testimony of God. John 3:16, for God so loved the world, he gave his life to Christ. Since then, he has not been the same again. That's the demonstration of the power of God. That is it. That is it. <laughs> that is it. <laughs> that is it. That's the power of God. That this life, the life has changed. The life has changed. <laughs> Verse 5 says that. Verse 5, what does it say? That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men. Oh, come on. And, but in the power of God. <laughs> that your faith, the faith that you have, the faith that you profess is not in the wisdom of men. It's not in maxims and proverbs. It's not in nice sayings. It's not in speeches made by presidents and CEOs of billion dollar organizations and institutions. <laughs> Your faith. My faith. My faith is not in the words and the counsel of the CEO of Facebook. My faith is not in it. <laughs> faith, what I believe in, what has saved me, what keeps me going, it's not, it's not in the strategies, the strategies and the schemes of the CEO of Google. My faith, what are you talking about? And your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men. But The testimony of God. The testimony of God. Ladies and gentlemen, the testimony of God. Read your Bible. Is the te- that's why it's, it, it, is, it is the testimony of God. Read your Bible. Read your Bible. It's the testimony of God. The Bible is the testimony of God. Read your Bible. You will see what God has done and what God is capable of doing. You will see it. Read your Bible. Read your Bible every day. You will see the testimony of God so that you can put your faith in the testimony of God. Read your Bible and discover. Read about Daniel. Read about, read about the Hebrew boys and see the testi- and see whether God can save you or he can save you. See whether God can change your situation or he can change your situation. That your faith your faith will stand, will stand in the testimony of God, which is the power of God. That is where your faith should be. That is where your faith should be. What your faith is in uh, what black boys do. Then you have you understood your conversion? Faith is in 
peer pressure. You haven't understood your faith. Have you understood it? Verse 6, so I can start my message for today. How be it we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world that come to naught, that is zilch, that is zero. A lot of things in this world come to naught. It comes to nothing. It comes to nothing. A lot of things, a lot of principles, ideas, theories, theorems of this world, it comes to nothing. By the time you follow, 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 pursue it, you pursue it with false testimonies, testimonies with missing links. <laughs> Testimonies with missing links. So by the time you follow it, try, 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 it's, it's, it's come to nail. It's come to nothing. A lot of the things come to naught. People have followed past you. They have not amounted to anything. It hasn't changed them. It's made no change to their lives. They've come back to square one. It's like, look, we have to go back to square one and start all over again and do what is right. <laughs> I met somebody once. She said, she's into something, something, something. I can't remember the names. One of these fantastic names. It's like, her, her, her aim is that she will be the next Michael Jackson or something like that. You see, so I just ask a simple question. How many Michael Jacksons are there in this world? How many of them? Let, let, let me even come to your I said, let me even come to your level. The wisdom of the princes of this world. That's the rulers of this world. The celebrities of this world. The noble. The, the respected, the, the crowned of this world and this society that come to that level. How many of them? How many of them are there? And I said, and how many people have regular jobs? Regular jobs and earn good money. How many are they? So, by the law of probability, <laughs> How likely are you to be successful in this life? How likely are you? It's like even in your well, in that lower wisdom, you are not even thinking, you are not even clever. Even at that level, you are not even clever. To even see and tell yourself that you have chosen a wrong route. Just by the law of Are your chances. People are still dancing, Michael Jackson dancing. They're still dancing it. They're still dancing. They're still doing wow. They're still doing it. <laughs> oh, you are now coming to invent yourself. 
I was a child when they started dancing Michael Jackson. I was a child. I've grown up. My children have gone past the age I was when he was invented. And you have come now. <laughs> I can't be to do moonwalk. Yeah, you're coming to invent a new walk, new moonwalk. to wear one white glove on your on your what, left hand or right hand left hand and white socks so see a bit short trousers white socks black shoes don't just stand behind the microphone and hold your hands Yeah. <laughs> See, you don't know your name. You put your faith on the wrong things. Give me verses. Verse 7. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. This other thing you have to accept that the wisdom of God is mysterious. It's not like the wisdom of the world. That's how come, that's how come you can easily choose the wisdom of them. Because the wisdom of God, when you hear it, you will not easily understand it, or accept it, or believe it, because it is a mystery. You have to ac- you have to accept it early, so that you go more by faith. That is how you. That's why you have been advised a thousand times. By anointed men, and you never accepted it. And then when you grew up, you became an evangelist to save all those who don't listen to their pastors. Because the wisdom of God is a mystery. It is not for the fool, the idiot, and the simple-minded. It is not for them. It's a mystery. You have to believe. When they tell you, don't do that. You have, to, you have to believe that there's a deeper reason than I, I can see and common sense can interpret why you are being given that advice. But the wisdom of God is a mystery. To choose to serve God, that serve God, serve God, give yourself to God, it's a mystery. Serve God. Be a shepherd, be a pastor, be a minister. It's a mystery. It's a mystery to get a job at Goldman Sachs, get a job, JP Morgan, get a job, HSBC, get a job at here. You know, it's it's easier to see. Hey, it makes sense. Why not? Why doesn't he teach us these things when we can just say shepherd, 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 shepherd? It's a mystery. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. If I'm teaching you how to how to uh, 
rewrite your CV, how to do this. By now, you'll be clapping. Give me that clap again. Give me that one. Yes. No, it's too fast. Start again. It's too, yeah. Two, three. Somebody should stand up also at clap. It means that you've really, yes. That's it. It's called standing ovation. Standing ovation. Standing ovation. Yeah. That's it. Standing ovation. That's it. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you start to be clapping. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You may take your seats, please. Thank you. (laughs) The wisdom of men. It's a mystery. Believe it. It's a mystery. It's mysterious. When you hear, they say mysteries, when you hear them, it doesn't make sense. Well, we say, serve God. It's a mystery. <laughs> serve, I mean, serve God. Serve Him. Become a minister. Be a teacher. Be a shepherd. Be a pastor. Look, I'm struggling in life. When I came inside, I should be a shepherd. It is a mystery. Uh, it's a mystery. <laughs> it's a mystery. It is a mystery. <laughs> it's a mystery. See, save, save him. The, the save him is not ambiguous. We say be a shepherd. It's a mystery. Compare it. Compare it to saying, do your masters. Do PhD. I'm not saying you should. I mean, you should do all these things. Why shouldn't you? You should. <laughs> do more. No, I'm serious. You should do it. But I'm, I'm telling you something that the wisdom of God is not as simple as that advice. The path of the righteous gets brighter and brighter as you follow him. It gets brighter and brighter and brighter. You discover the testimony of God, the power of God as you follow him. With time, you see, hey, God, God. Otherwise, otherwise, you take a route that leads to naught. You shall never get to naught. It will not be your story. You will believe and you will believe early. How many of you realize that you will believe early? Sharp, you have believed. Then he says, the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory. It's a fact that the thing is even hidden. 
should even tell you. Should even tell you. The course you are studying. Look at how many years it took to get that certificate. And then afterwards, you have to apply for jobs and go for interviews. Yes. There's no guarantee. What about the, what about the wisdom of God? How long do you want it to take for you to, to tap into the wisdom of God? That this one is of God. Don't wake up one day and you're walking in the wisdom. none of the princes of this world knew for had they known they would not have crucified the Lord of glory they wouldn't have they wouldn't have just as if we had known some of the wisdom of God that comes our way we wouldn't have denied our calling the faith, the ministry we wouldn't have if we had known <laughs> if we had known but as it is written I has not seen nor ear heard Neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. But God has revealed unto us by his spirit, by his spirit. For the spirit searcheth all things. Yea, yea, the deep things of God. Even you, there are deep things to you. How much more God? Even you. Even you. Your best friend doesn't really know you. How long is taking you before those of you? How long is taking before you discovered who your spouse is? Look how long it took you. You thought you thought you knew her. You didn't know her. You did not know her. Look, I say, yeah, you, you are dazed. As you are with a person, you are dazed. You've decided she, she's not just a beauty. <laughs> And then when the Bible says deep things of God, you don't want to accept it. I mean, look how long it has taken you. Look how long it has taken you to discover that though she's always laughing, she's very sensitive. Look how long it's taken you. Sometimes now when you are in public, and others are behaving like how you behave. You say in your mind, they don't know her. They don't know her. That's why they are teasing her. They think, they think she is just a fun, easy go person. She has a soul. She's a very touchy person. But they don't know. That, that's the, the deep part. The deep part. The deep part. You, you have a deep part. You say God should have a deep part. You have a deep part. Say, say, oh, she's a sandwich. She's always laughing. So you're always making fun. Say, hey, your hair, hey, you're this place. Because she's a sandwich. Because she's laughing along. So you think she has no soul. <laughs> when it gets to God, too, the Spirit searcheth all things. Yea, the deep things of God. The deep things of God. Deep things of God. Deep things of God. There are deeper signs of God. Deeper signs of God. Those who, those who have discovered God, 
They walk with him. They walk with him on promises, principles, covenants. They are, they are even scared not to do certain things. Those who know God, those who know him, those who have discovered, those who have discovered the deep things of God. You see, they have, they have deep, deep principles that they walk by. Things that they do, they, they can't afford not to do it. They can't afford not to do it. Those who don't know him, it's, 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 like, it's like you and that person. You laugh, you laugh about everything, but the person who knows the person knows this is not a laughing matter. <laughs> yeah. Those who know the person will say, no, you don't, you, you, you don't know her. That's why you are laughing. That's why you, you continue teasing and laughing. That's why you're making fun of her hair, making fun of her shoes, making fun, because you don't know her. Those of us who know her, we don't make fun of some things. So those who know God, also you will discover that some things are not jokes. They actually know that this is life and death. They don't joke with it. They don't joke with it. They don't play with it. They don't play, they don't play with God. People, people play. I don't blame you. It's your, it's your ignorance. People play with God. They do anything, anyhow. They walk into church. They feel it's like it's like even the stage, it's like the stage in church. It's like it's like a stage of performance. No, because they don't have any relationship with them. They don't have any relationship with them. They don't have any relationship. If you, have, you, you even even children as they grow up in the house, they discover who their parents are. They discover who they are. So, you see, they change. They change how they relate, how they relate with. So, you see, usually it's, it's as though the youngest, the youngest is always lagging behind. He still thinks that mommy is a joke or daddy is a joke. We can, you can, but the ones who have grown up and discovered the deeper, serious side, they don't play some games. They don't. So if you see people who play games, because they don't know God. They don't know. You, you don't know him. If you knew him, you won't be playing games. You will not take 50 pounds and put an envelope and say, this is my tithe. When your tithe is 200, you won't play games with it. But because you don't know him, you don't know him. You have no relationship with him. That's why you are doing what you are doing. <laughs> You don't know him. If you knew him, you will not take a book and say, I, I am going to pay, I am pledging this amount, and then you disappear into thin air. You don't know God. And it means that you are also not wise. Because the beginning of wisdom is the fear of God. You don't know him. That's why you will lie in church and deceive in church. Because you don't know him. <laughs> You don't know the deep sides. <laughs> you don't know the deep sides. If you discover the deep sides, you will eat deep things and enjoy deep things. The deep sides of God are made of covenants, vows, and breaking vows that because of God, I will not do this. Those are the people who know God. They don't need supervision. They don't need supervision. They don't need another eye looking on them and talking all the time. They don't need anybody to wake them up and pray. They wake up because they have to talk to their God. They don't need anybody to wake them up and pray. Oh, 
the deep things. The deep things. The deep things of God. Your supervision is evidence that you, you, you are in shallow waters. You're in shallow waters. Makes all sorts of clumsy things with your service to God. You are so shallow. I don't, I'm not judging you. I'm not judging you that you will die. No, 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 no. I'm just saying that you don't know. It's like the normal relationship that we have. That's why I keep, I keep using, comparing the two. You don't know the person. That's how you relate to the person in a certain way. You don't know the person. You don't know what upsets the person. You don't know what makes the person happy. That's why you, you play around and you joke with the person. When you know people, you will know that no, this person is made up of X, Y, Z. You will not even play some games with the person. Of course, you don't know. That's how people relate with God. They actually don't know God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him. Even so, the things of God knoweth no man, but the spirit of God. Wow. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. You shall know the things that are given to you of God. Which things also we speak not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacher. May the Holy Ghost become your teacher. <laughs> May you advance from the teachings of men to the teachings of the Holy Ghost. You see, soaking in messages, listening to messages, those who don't know God think that, that, that's, that's when they start saying things like they are original. They have a, because they don't know God. Because in so many messages, for that, for that habit to transform your life and your work with God and your ministry, if you're a minister, you will need the presence of the Holy Spirit. You need the unction that teaches all things to explain to you what you are listening to or the words that you are reading. You need the Holy Ghost to teach you. Not just, not just a man talking. Not just a, that is why we listen to the same message, but our understanding is different. Because somebody has the Holy Ghost teaching, somebody has common sense teaching. Yeah. Somebody has another teacher. Not what the man's wisdom teacher Man's wisdom will tell you why you listen to another man. That's man's wisdom. You are shaken by some things. But when the Holy Ghost is present, when the Holy Ghost is he's teaching you, he will guide you into all truths. He will guide you. He will guide you. He will guide you. He will guide you to the book. He will guide you into the meaning of the book. He will give you what? What English language calls revelation. He will guide you to revelation. Not, not, not common sense knowledge. That's 
himself, the Holy Ghost teacheth. The Holy Ghost teacheth. The Holy Ghost teaches. He teaches people. Teaches people that will, will share the books, will share. Share, 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 share. And then we'll say, let's, 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 let's share from what we have read. But you will see those that the Holy Ghost has taught. And those who are the Holy Ghost teaching. Comparing. Where am I? Darling. Comparing spiritual things. It's like, it's like it gets to a point. That the, language, the language that is spoken is the language of the spirit. That is, that's why we, we, don't, we don't compare we don't compare things with earthly wisdom and earthly understanding. Comparing spiritual things with spiritual. It's the world of the spiritual. The testimony of God. Other one you see say, this one, this is Moses. This one, this is Daniel. This one, this is Abraham. This, this is Hannah. This is Hannah. This is Hannah. This is Rebecca. The testimony of God. The testimony of God. The testimony of God. That you see, you see, he said, this one is, I will build my church. The gates of hell will not prevail. As you are, as you are striving and struggling to build the church, you will remember the testimony of God that I will build my church. I will build my church. That's the testimony of God. I will build my church. I will build it. Build it. When people start despising you in the church, threatening you, thinking that you are weak, thinking that you are not worth following, thinking that you are not worth being with, then you remember the testimony of remember the testimony of God in Nehemiah. Remember Sambalat. Remember Tobias, instead of of quivering and giving in, you should rather see these people who are despising in time of trouble, in time of pressure. These people, these people, you don't even even need them. Just as Nehemiah didn't need them, he needed God. God will save them. God will deliver you. The testimony of God. the testimony of God and see how you will become. I want tries to do anything. You will suck the you will, I, be, I will suck you. I will, I will be the first to tell that I don't need you. I will be the first. You think he's arrogant. He says, no, 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 no. My confidence is in God. My trust is in God. Not man. It's in God. It's in God. It's in God. My short life here, do you know? Do you know the different types of people I've seen? Do you know different types of people I've seen? Do you know different types of shepherds, pastors, ministers? Do you know different types of drummers, keyboardists? Do you know the different types of? Do you think this is the first singer in this church? Ah, do you know different type of people? But this is so healthy. My trust, my confidence is in the words. I will build my church. 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 You can't call the shots where I'm concerned. 
You can't call it. You, you won't. I will, not, I will not even give you a chance. No. No. I will not, I will not sell the church to you. In your carnality. No. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, 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 not to you. No, 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 not to you. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Not to you. Not to you. Because I know who I've believed. I've believed in God. Not man. Not man. I know the testimony of God. It tells me that the arm of flesh will fail you. It tells me that Keseth is he that putteth his trust in another man. That's the testimony of God. <laughs> That's the testimony of God. I am cursed if I trust a man. That's the testimony of God. You came too late. You came too late. Take me back. Then verse 14 says, But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. You shall become spiritual. (laughs) But he that is spiritual judgeth all things, yet he himself. Is judge of no I told you, he that is spiritual, he has seven eyes. His, and his understanding and his latitude is broad. Broad. That is he that is spiritual. <laughs> you shall become spiritual. Amen. So, should I start my message today? <laughs> this is my introduction. I was just trying to find my way to uh, verse 15. <laughs> it, took, it took long to get there, but I was just trying to find my way here. Yeah. He that is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is judge of no man. Then, the next passage I want to read is in Romans chapter 8. So today there are two openings. Two openings. First Corinthians chapter 2 and Romans chapter 8. Two openings. Do you like two openings? Today we have two openings. I learned it from Papa Hagen. He has some messages that he preaches on prayer. He said we have two openings. Ephesians 6 and then uh, John 15. Two openings. Then he's going to talk about prayer. <laughs> two openings. He said two openings. <laughs> Romans 8 says that there is therefore now no condemnation to them that which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. You will never fail when you walk after the spirit. You will never come to shame when you walk after the spirit. I say you will never come to shame when you walk after the spirit. You will never come to shame. You won't come to shame. You will never be disappointed when you walk after the spirit. Is it, no, stay on, stay on verse 1. Is it not interesting that the scripture didn't stop at those who, there is now therefore those, there is now, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. Is it not interesting that he didn't stop there? So everybody says they are in Christ Jesus. But he said the condemnation or no condemnation 
it is not to them who are just in Christ Jesus. But those who are in Christ Jesus and walk not after the flesh. And therefore, like somebody said, my calculus mind. Somebody said, I have, when he, the day he orangulized, he said to me that you have a calc- your calculus mind. My calculus mind, or if you are spiritual, then the spirit teaches me that there are people who are in Christ Jesus, but they walk after the flesh. But they walk after the flesh. Their, their, their choices are after the flesh. Uh, after their appetites and feelings and fears. <laughs> there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. It should have ended there, isn't it? Now that we are in Christ, there's no more condemnation. No. But I said, now that you are in Christ, you have another assignment. To walk after the Spirit. Walk after the Spirit. Spirit moves to the left. Right. Back. Spirit says, backtrack. Backtrack. Some of us can't backtrack. We say, we say we are set. In, we are set. This is what we are doing. It comes with condemnation. <laughs> it goes with failure. There are times the Spirit says, let's go back. Let's go back. Go back a bit. To the left. Climb. Climb. Fast. Then they say fast. So they say slow. Who walk after the spirit. Your behavior, your decisions, your movements is according to the movements of the spirit. That you will know the spirit. That you will know the spirit. That you see those who walk up, they have something that is conviction. what God is doing. This is it. I'm going with it. The others who walk after the flesh, they're also there. Verse 2. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. (laughs) You see, there is life in Christ Jesus. And then in the life of in Christ Jesus, there is there are laws of the spirit. For yeah, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. For what law? For what the law could not do. In that it was weak through the flesh, concerning his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin condemned sin in the flesh. That the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not 
after the flesh, but after the spirit. May you walk after the spirit. Verse 5. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things, the things of the flesh, the things of the flesh. They mind the things of the flesh. You will see their concerns. You see their fears. You see their tremblings. You see the things that set them back. The things that make them resign and give up. They are things of the flesh. (laughs) You shall never be afraid again. I bind the spirit of fear. But they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. (laughs) For to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So this is my second verse for today. And it's almost time to go home. <laughs> but this is my second verse. Yes. To be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So, thinking about this passage and the other things, suggests to me that every Christian Every Christian is a mixture of flesh and spirit, carnality and spirituality. Every Christian, every Christian is a mixture. Every Christian is mixed race. Are you mixed race? Yes, come. Come. Every Christian is like this. Every Christian is a mixed race. Every Christian is mixed race. 50-50. 50-50. Every Christian. She's 50 African and 50 what? Middle East. Yes. If you worry her, she can find you. This one. It's one of her popular phrases. I'll find you. (laughs) But to help you understand, though she's she's half, I mean half, half, half African, Southern African, and then she's half that place. She has to decide which side she'll lean to. You understand? She has to choose which side. I've seen people, mixed race, born and bred in England. They are more black than me. Yes. 
No, 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 I'm making a point. I'm making a point. Understand me. They, they are more. I'm telling you. Hundred times more. Hundred times. Because they have, you see, either conscious or unconscious, they have chosen that side to develop that side and develop in that way. Though they have British passports. They have British passports. They have uh, some type of accent. I don't know what it is. They speak some type. They speak in a, in a way. But no, listen to what I'm saying. But you see, the person has chosen a certain tilt. A certain tilt. When, when, when I interact with her, I don't know whether I've interacted with her deeply enough. But what I've seen about this one, she has chosen, she seems to be more of another side than the Southern African side. I don't feel so much of the Southern African side of her. It's, it's her tilt. It's what, it's what she has and what she's become. But she's mixed. She's 50-50. 50 50, 50. Is as much of that as you say. just as you are as much flesh as you are spirit. <laughs> you have the mixture. And everybody, everybody chooses. You see, the other day I saw I saw on Facebook or one of these places a white American girl speaking tree. That even even the the chief of the Ashantis can't speak. <laughs> Initially, I thought it was a joke. I thought it was like a voiceover, but then I saw her in different different places, speaking and explaining herself with proverbs. I'm telling you, when she speaks, I don't, I don't understand. I'm a Ghanaian, but I don't understand what she's saying. But you see, it is a choice. You see, you, you choose. You choose. You choose to become something. You choose it. You make the choice. She can, she can, she can choose to be more whichever side than the other. You can choose. You can, you see, how, how do you choose? You choose, thank you, you choose which side you want by your interactions and your fellowship and your interests. Your interests. Your interests in that, in that side. You see, one side, one side, you can have one side that eats certain types of foods. They eat certain types. That's culture. What you eat, how you dress, how you talk, language. Language. These are things that form culture. The lighter, lighter aspects of culture is like dancing. The way you dance, the way you know, so you see that's what you, you see someone who is mixed, mixed, white and black mixed. But 
exist like an African or like a black because the person has chosen that side. All the good dancers, Michael Jackson said, they are all dark people. The others don't dance much. When they try to say, it's official. dance much. Yeah. It's not easy to keep to the timing. You can't keep to the timing. Yeah. They say, brother, they're always laughing at him. That because he's in the choir, he's, he's, he, 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 that he can't dance. So whatever is going left, he's going right. See, and because because he sings well, so they always put him in front of the key on the of the road, so in front behind them, so that we can hear his voice. But when the music starts, like this, <laughs> they're always laughing at him. <laughs> You choose what you want to be by your interests. Your interests. So you, you decide, I'm, I'm going into the, the food of this side. This side. This parent. I'm going, into, I'm going into their foods. I'm going into their dressing. I'm going into their dancing. I'm going into their language. Their language. <laughs> into their language. Then, then you become more of that. More. More. But you had the chance to be more of this. <laughs> and you choose to be more of that. So when it gets to, where's Romans 8, 6? When it gets to carnality and spirituality, we also have to make a choice. Which side are we going to lean to? We're going to lean to. But we all have the chance. We have the chance to be super carnal. And we have the opportunity to be super, super spiritual. <laughs> Which the Bible says that it is life and peace. It's like it's a better option. Being spiritual is not a gift of the spirit. It's not a gift. You understand? It's not a gift. It's not one of the things that you can say that, me, I'm not like this. No, it's a choice. You, It's a choice. It's a choice you make. It's a choice. It's not one of the gifts. <laughs> as, some, as some would like to convince themselves that they continue on the road that leads to death. love God. Is it one of the gifts of the spirit? To love God. It's not a gift. of It is not. It's a choice to love God. To love God or to love man. Because the love of man and the love of certain men and the love of certain people makes you an enemy to God. 
<laughs> your fellowship and your interaction with some people is an announcement that I hate God. That's James 4.4. 4. It's, like it's like I don't like God. I like, I like the world. I like the things of the world, the systems of the world, the ways of the world, the ways of... Though I'm in church, I have chosen to walk after the flesh. It's a choice. It's not one of, it's not one of, it is not one of the gifts of the Spirit. It's not one of the gifts of the Spirit. It's not one of the gifts of the Spirit. It is not. Is it one of the gifts? Spirituality, one of the gifts of the, it's not one of the gifts of the Spirit. It's not one of the gifts. We can go through, we can go through the gifts if you want, but we don't have time. I'll have to read through the gifts for you to see. This is spirituality is not one of them. It's a choice. Like the mixed race person. Which side, which side do you want to be? Regardless of who raised you up. I know people who were raised up, brought up, fed, breastfed, nose fed, any kind of feeding by, by this side, but they still chose to be that side. Yeah. So it's not, it's not who raised you up. It's not who raised you up. It's not the home you, you grew up in. Yeah. They grew up in homes where they... If there, if there will be food, there will be mash and, and sausages. But they still eat jollof and wache. Yes, they are into jollof, they are into wache. Though the house or the person that raised them up, the best she can come up with will be mash. And Tesco, Tesco fried sausages. With ketchup. So, so then, I will advise you to lean on the spiritual side. It's not a gift. It's your effort. It's your decisions. That will take you more towards this side. That will make you go towards this way. You make the choices. Church. Do I want to be devoted to church? Do I want to be in church? Do I want to serve in church? Do I want to work for God? Do I, want, I mean, it's like, it's like church. It's like church and this one. You see, I see the people. I see the people. You see, when you're a pastor, you see the difference. See, this one, this one, it's very different. No matter what, no matter, it's like, no matter what, I can't, you see, I can't leave God for this. You don't, you, don't even, you don't even know why the person does it. I, I don't know why people do things. But sometimes I can tell that it's not so much about me that oh, I love Bishop Richard or we love Bishop Dag or we love Lighthouse. Or, no, you can tell that 
though they love Bishop Dyke, they love Bishop Richard, they love Lighthouse, there is a deeper reason. That is, they know God. God. If you don't know God, you will not love the pastors. Your indifference towards the pastors is a reflection of your knowledge and relationship with God. Because, because, listen, it is God that gives us pastors. Yes. It is God. It is God. It is God. It is God. Are you understanding what I'm saying? When you see someone's devotion to the church, it's a reflection of the person's knowledge of God and relationship with God. Yeah. I see somebody who say, look, I'll cut you a deal. You're in church, you're talking like a businessman. You don't know God. You see, I'm not judging you, but I'm telling you, I am announcing to you who you are. You don't know God. I mean, you don't know him. You don't know him. You know something else. You know something. You don't know God. You know something else. You know somebody else. But not God. Those who know God. Hey. Rain or shine. Thunder or snow. (laughs) Million dollars or not. They'll tell you. They'll tell you. Quickly, do you have time? Are you sleepy? Are you tired? (laughs) You're not tired at all. Okay. So, I don't know what to call it, but at least I I think I can give you three things that can. You see, we've all discovered we're all mixed race, flesh and spirit. Carnal and spirituality. But we want to lean towards the spirituality. We want to lean towards the spirituality. So we need the things that can help us. That when someone is watching on, they can tell this one is leaning towards spirituality. It's called an indicator. When someone is driving behind you, and you're about to turn right, what do they see? They see a light that's on the right-hand side. A light on your mirror, a light on your tail. It's like, I'm going this way. I'm going this way. I'm going this way. (laughs) I'm going this way. It's if he's indicating to turn right or to veer towards the right. When people see you, God watching you, may they see that this person is veering into spirituality. Veering into moving into spirituality. That this person is a spiritual person. Because he that is spiritual judges all things. So the spiritual, when they see, they say, ah, this guy, this guy is veering into carnality seriously. 
You will not be that one. You won't be that one. You're fearing. You're indicating. You're turning into spirituality. You shall turn into spirituality. Number one. Number one, Acts chapter two, verse 14. Three quick ones, three quick indicators, three indicators of spirituality. But Peter standing up with the 11, lifted up his voice and said unto men, ye men of Judea and all ye that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you and hearken to my words. For these are not drunken, as ye suppose, seeing it is by the third hour of the day. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. Number one indicator is have the this is that faith. This is that. Have An understanding of what is happening to you. That this is that. When you sleep and you have a dream and you wake up, have the this is that faith. That this one is God. When you read your Bible, have the this is that faith. This is God telling you this. You don't need a thousand dreams. You don't need a thousand dreams. Those who have a thousand dreams, excuse me to say that there's a problem. You don't need it. I mean, how many times did Joseph dream? How many dreams? How many times did Abraham dream? But there are dreams of significance. There are some of the dreams when you wake up, you know that this is that, this is that, this is it. And you have, you see, when I say have the, I mean believe it, believe. Don't discard spiritual things. Don't have more faith and. And, and relate more with a boil, a boil on your cheek than the prophecy or a dream. Let prophecies and dreams and visions become real things to you. When you read the Bible, let it, let it be as real as the pimple on your lip. When you, when you see it, say to yourself, this is that. This is that. This is that. This is that. This is it. This is it. This is it. This is it. This. Have you, have, 
How many, how many experiences has Bishop had of being anointed that he's shared with us? How many of them? But one of them till today, he keeps telling us that I was there kneeling down and praying. And I fell asleep. And I woke up. And the tape recorder was there. Red. I borrowed it from my beloved. Auto reverse. Papa Hagen was preaching. And when I woke up, something jumped from there. Right here. Right here. Yeah, like putting ham in a sandwich. It slipped in like that. Slept in like that. And I heard a voice. From today. From today. You can teach. Do you know that? Somebody will say, oh, it's the sleep. I think I overslept, so I'm seeing things. I mean, or, or even if they don't, don't even discard it. That is how people have walked and led themselves into insignificance. Because when the experience came, they didn't believe it. To travel with it. To travel, to travel with it. To forge, to forge ahead. With the experience they have had. With the prophecy they have had. With the dream they have had. With the revelation they have seen from the verse they have read. With the instruction that had come from their pastor to them. They did they, they forge ahead. Maybe your pastor told you do this. Or he said don't do this. You see, the spirit of the people who hear the word, either from pastor, from quiet time, from a message, from a book, from a dream, from a vision, there are people when they hear, they say, this is that. This is it. This is that. Look at Peter speaking. He said, the book of Joel. This is it. Say, you people, say you are religious people. The scripture defines the people that were present. It says that the devout men of Jerusalem. Top, top spiritual guys. He said to them, he said to them, this is, you read, he said, you read, you read from Joel? This is it. You are staring at Joel. You are staring at the prophecies of Joel. You are looking at the prophecies of Joel. This is it. This is it. The experiences are not many. They are not many. It doesn't happen every day. And it doesn't happen to everybody. Everybody may not have it in a dramatic way. But you have an experience. When you see it, remember, is that this is God this is God this is God you have to be able to say this is God this must be God when you see things blowing in a certain way in your life remember Romans 8.28 I say this is God God will be here God will be there and remember the testimony of God. <laughs> you are not Satan's child. 
Satan has no control over you. Satan cannot guide you. Satan cannot direct your life. God is in charge of your life. I said God is in charge of your life. I said God is in charge of your life. I said God is in control of your life. God is. God is. God is. God is. God is. All that you've put your hope and your trust in doesn't seem to be going that way. Remember God. Remember God. Remember God. Remember the testimony of God. Remember the testimony of God. Remember the testimony of God. Remember. 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 Remember Elizabeth, the mother of John the Baptist. She was described as a barren woman, not knowing she was the mother of the prophet who shall be the greatest amongst all that are born of women. Remember, remember the, the, the testimony of God. Your mind and your heart must be flooded with the testimony of God. Who is God? What does God do? What has God done? Is there anywhere in the scriptures I can find myself in? Before you embrace depression. Before you embrace confusion. Before you embrace resigning. Remember Elizabeth. Her name is Elizabeth. She was called barren. The mother of the prophet was called barren. The one, the one that is about to stand on a hill and see Jesus coming and announce to the world, Behold, behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the, the person. It's, it's all arranged. It's all on God's calendar. For a season you may be called barren. But you shall be fruitful. You shall be fruitful. Your season of fruitfulness has come. Your time to break through has come. When you see, say to yourself, this is that. This is it. This is it. This is it. Never be disappointed. You are not a child of disappointment. You are not a son of disappointment. You are not a daughter of disappointment. The clothes you wear, the garments you wear are garments of praise, garments of joy, garments of strength. Ah. Ah. I was reading, my, having my quiet time the other day. And I saw the prophet saying the word of the Lord. He's changed their garments. They were wearing garments of iniquity. He said, change their garments. Change. He said, your garments shall be changed. And he changed the garment. He said, bring a mitre. Put it upon the head. God shall dress you up. I said, God will dress you up. I said, God will dress you up. You read such prophecy. You see such things. You should know the testimony of God. That's how we don't give up on people. That's how I started thinking. I said, wow. So God can change the garment of this person. 
God can change the appearance of this person. God can, can change the status of this person. God can change the character, personality, nature of this person. God can change the future of this person. You say, I will change your garments. I will change it. I will change it. It shall be changed. It shall be changed. Sit down. After this is that faith. Yeah. This is that. This is it. When you, see, when you see, believe it. Believe it. Don't let anybody take it from you. Believe, believe it. Believe it. Believe it. Believe it. Believe it. I was preaching somewhere in somebody's church on Sunday. Far away in, in the east. The country that shares borders with Iran. Far away like that. As I stood on the stage, and I look at the people. I remembered army of hard followers. Something said to me, "This is that. Wow. This is it. This is it." It's like, can you see that you are there? It's like this. Like, do, do you remember? Do you remember that experience? Do you remember this? This is that. This is it. Far, far away. Far, far. I've seen the pastor before. I don't know him from Adam. Even his introduction was a little funny. He said, there's a guest here. I don't know him. But he has a message. He'll preach to us. <laughs> let's welcome, let's welcome Episcopal, Episcopal something Richard Ari. <laughs> so Episcopal Richard Ari comes. And I'm thinking, what should I preach today? What should I preach today? So I took the book, Loyalty and Disloyalty, chapter one. And I said, I'm sharing with you reasons why loyalty is important in this church. A bishop was sitting there, and his pastors are looking at me. Look at me like that. By the time I go to point number two, the bishop has taken his book. It's like hey, something something is happening here. He started copying. He started copying. I said, I'm giving you three points. I got to third point. I said, I did. I finished. When he took the microphone, he said, even though I don't know him, the spirit said to me, I should bring him here to talk to us. Then he said, Episcopal Richard, Episcopal Richard, I want you to know that the message you preach is exactly the message we need in this country. In this country. In this country. Yes, he said that this is what we want here. 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 He said, I want you to come again in front of the whole church. I am inviting you back to this place. I want you to come back. He said, this is what we need. And he took the book that I have preached from. He said to the church, I'm going to continue preaching from (laughs) God. I'm going to continue. He said, no problem. 
said, no problem. Continue preaching for me. It's a good, it's a good teaching. Continue. It's a good to continue. It's, it's like you will hear from me from this book. You will hear from me. Elderly man. Watch a small book. Elderly man. You tell me one of these people who are like that. Just elderly man. Standing there. He's unquenching. When he finished, and he took me to his office, to some room. Table has been laid. Do you know what it's called? Elaborate lunch. Elaborate. Elaborate. Eat. You say, eat. He said, try this one. This is our favorite here. Try this. Eat this one. Do this. Eat this one. Elaborate. I couldn't count the courses. The thing was coming, but you, your plate will say that some people, some people appear with things like that. Filling the plate. He said, eat. He, did, he, he didn't want me to go. He didn't want me to go. Over two hours he was sitting there. This is that. This is that. You have to remember, this is that. That that day, the, the, prophet, the prophet said, you shall preach to nations. You shall preach to nations. You shall preach to nations. Suddenly, I was lost. I was lost. I was lost in the great war. I was lost. You shall preach to nations. You shall stand before nations. Like, like three times this, three times. Not even one of my color. Not even one. Yeah, not even one. Like this. Everybody wants to take a picture with me. I've never been somewhere they want to take a picture with a dark skin before. But you, they all want to try and take a picture. To speak to the interpreter. They say, they say want to take a picture. I say, why not? Come you move a little bit. He wants you to pray for them. They do it. This is that. This is it. This is that. When you get there, you have to laugh. This is that. This is it. This is it. This is it. Have that this is that faith. Have it. Have that this is that faith. Yes. He said, I said, I want to go and read. He said, no, 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 no. He said, we have a package for you. We have a special mountain. Do you, do you, do you remember the mountain where Noah's, Noah's uh, Mount Ararat? Yes. He said, we have to, I will take you to Mount Ararat. Otherwise, he said, they drove me to Mount Ararat. When we got there, people, tourists, not church members, tourists, they come, they said they want to take a picture with him. We got a they said they want to take a picture this is that that is it that is it yes that is it you shall preach to nations you will speak to nations when you have that experience when you wake up Throw it away. Don't 
don't say, don't say it is nothing and believe more in pimples than you believe in what the Bible is saying. Don't believe in pimples more than what the Bible is saying. Have the this is that faith. See, this is the prophecy. This is it. This is it. Number two. It's time to go home, isn't it? Number two is believe in divine selection. Believe that God will choose you. And sometimes he will choose only you. Believe in it. Believe that your time will come. Your day will come where God has chosen you. That day is today for you. The passage is when Jesus went to that pool. The impotent man. He chose one. There were plenty of people, but he chose one. John chapter 5, isn't it? Yes. That's divine selection. So believe in divine. As you are walking, believe that God has an agenda for you. Believe that God has an agenda for you. Believe that God, God has a plan for you. God will select you for something special and something good and something beautiful. You have to believe it. You have to believe it. God will select you. God will use you. Yeah. Believe in divine selection. Don't believe in groups. This one is not doing this, so you are not also not doing. God is not doing this. Don't believe. It's not a family thing. It's not a tribe thing. It's not, it's not even a church issue. It is you. you. Your calling is you. Amen. I mean, a lot of people are not doing this. People are not doing that. People are not doing, but God is speaking to you. Amen. Your little convictions, convictions and desires and heartbeats. Look, there's nothing as beautiful, as beautiful as finding people who believe in what you believe in. There's nothing as beautiful. You, I'm telling you, you can, you can climb mountains. Mountains. When you find someone who believes in what you believe in, has the passion that you have, has the desire that you have. That's when you will discover that two will put to flight tens of thousands. It's something like finding someone who, who will go all out, all the way. I say, yes, this one will. Because after saying that you can choose somebody, the person really doesn't say, oh yeah, but the person really doesn't want it in a certain way. It's, like, it's almost like it's, a, it's even a bother. It's like you are disturbing somebody's life. Like I can only do up to this point. It's like you are too much. You find somebody who says, hey, I like what you like. I want what you want. It can be done. Yes, it can be done. You will see. You'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. You'll be surprised that it can be done. May God choose you for great works. It is not a team thing. It is not a team thing. 
It is not always team. This team, 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 team. CEO kind of lectures. Team, 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 team. It's nice to have a team. But sometimes the team has to be carefully selected. It's called divine selection. May God select you for great works. Learn to wait on God. Learn to wait on him. So you can receive. You see, I'm, I'm teaching you how to tilt towards spiritual things. Because that's why you, you see that I am called. Even though my mother is not called. My father is not called. My brother is not even interested. My sister is into other things. You discover that you are called. It's called divine selection. So you can respect spiritual things. Your whole race may not have the zeal and passion that you have. But it doesn't mean that God is not using you. It doesn't mean that. God has selected you. How many John Wesleys have there been? How many? How many John Wesleys? Imagine if John Wesley did not believe that God has selected him. A brand plucked out of the fire. Imagine if he had not believed it. That all his experiences and things, that it was the mighty hand of God. Imagine I not believed it. There will be no replacement, church. No replacement. But he believed that God has selected him. And finally, finally is what? What is finally? Which one is finally? I see the final one. The final one is believe in the law of spiritual timing. Galatians 4.4 4. It tells us why Jesus came the time he came. It is about when the fullness of the time was come. God sent his son made of a woman made under the law when the fullness of the time was come. Believe in spiritual. Believe in timing. Believe in timings. In timings. Timing. Timing. Believe in timing. Timing. Yeah. get to a point in your life and you see this, it's a red light. Don't climb the traffic light and change the red bulb to green. Is it that is carnal? Is he a being carnal? Many people have changed red lights into green. When God says stop, they've driven through. So they've missed God. You have, you have, you, look, look, this, 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 the, the concept of time it's for spiritual people. It's for spiritual people. Respect time. Respect times. Respect seasons. Respect seasons. Respect it. Respect it. So you have to respect the time you join the church. Don't feel like you came too late. Who told you you came too late? Who, who gave you that story? Who gave you that story? 
Who gave you that story? Who told you that you've come too late? You've come at the right time. You've come at the right time. You've come at the right time. Your time is the right time. Yeah. Don't let anybody. You've come too late. You should have come earlier. If I had come earlier, if only I had known the Lord, I wouldn't have had some experiences. No. You see your experiences. It is your message. It is your message. It will convert a million people just like you. Yes. 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 You are who you are because of the power of God. When you begin to speak, we will see the power of Somebody will be there and say, God can change somebody like you, then God can change me. Amen. Never be shy of your story. When you are saved, when God has saved you, never be shy of it. Don't change it. Don't repackage it. Don't present it in the way that you feel that. No, no, don't make that mistake. Don't make that mistake. Don't, then you, can you see Elizabeth? Imagine Elizabeth deletes from her life her barren season. And she tells you that I'm the mother of John the Baptist, Prophet John. I am her mother. I was born and I met, I met, I met his father, Zacchaeus, when I was only 19. And we fe- it was love at first sight. And then we gave birth to John, the one who baptized Jesus. That's why he's called John. The- Imagine the story starts from the baptism of Christ. Imagine, no angel appearing, no message from God, no dream, no even, even the name, John. I mean, all those, imagine all those things have been wiped out. It adds to the testimony of God and to the power of God. It adds to it. It adds to it. Your past your present and your future is your message. It's what God has given to you. If God is not ashamed of you, why do you want to be ashamed of yourself? God is not ashamed of you. He has saved you. He has spent his precious blood on you. Why are you deleting part and just sharing part? You are not late. You are never late. Anything that you are desiring doesn't seem to be happening. It's not a problem. It will happen. His scripture tells me, in his time, he makes all things beautiful. Expect beauty. Expect beauty. Read Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and see. And see God's devotion to time. See how devoted God is to time. One of the things that have not ceased to amaze me is how the scriptures will tell you. In the year, in the 20th year, when can this reign? Then, it's, it's as though he's talking about it, but he's not talking about the king. He's talking about some spiritual experience 
but he starts from the season. It's like when this person was king, when this was it's not it's not a mistake. Nothing is a mistake. Nothing about your life is a mistake. Nothing, nothing about your life is a mistake. Ooh. Nothing. Nothing. Stop embracing mistakes and defining yourself by mistakes. The philosophers will tell you, and the preachers will tell that it's a journey. It's a journey. God is taking you on a journey. On a journey. The preacher man will tell that it is a journey. It is a journey. On the journey, you see different signposts. Stop changing red lights to green. When you say stop, stop. Stop. Just stop. Just be there and be calm. Be calm and know that he's God. Be calm. Stop climbing lampposts. I say, what are you doing? Say, in, in him we move. So I have to move on. So I'm changing the light to green. Oof. I have to relax and respect spiritual timing. Spiritual timing. Respect spiritual timing. If, listen, if I had not gone to the university when I went to the university, I wouldn't have met my wife. And I wouldn't have met Lighthouse. And therefore, my life would be free of Bishop Dag. Can you imagine me without Bishop Dag? Free. My life would be free of. time I went the time the time she passed A levels to gain admission if she didn't come then by the time she would have come I would have gone it looked like we're writing exams and passing it was just passing but it's timing 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 this one should be here this one should be here this one should meet these people should meet to be like this. Even, yes, choose a particular school. Go there. It's been 10 years now. You are still crying about some uni you didn't get. Because you don't know what would have happened to you if you had entered that uni. You don't know what God saved you from. You should thank God. Thank God for the journey. Thank God for the journey. Thank God for the roots. Thank God for the roots. Ah. Timing. There's timing. When you start tilting, into, you, see, you, can, you can tilt, you cannot. That's, that's death. That's when you get depressed. That's when you get discouraged. That's why you start saying, oh, I'm, I'm leaving this. I'm coming out of this. I'm not going here again. I'm not doing, that's death. That's, that's a carnal analysis. The spiritual analysis will lead to life. That is something new will be birth. Life, life is something new. New vision, new ideas, new ministry, life and peace. Imagine. Imagine if I had gone a year before him. Two years before him. That is it. That, I mean, I'm telling you, that is it. It's over. It's over. 
now well when we where we, we grew up when you see little girls so little girls come talk to a little girl small girl i say small girl small girl it's over it's finished small girl you went to uni after i had finished small girl small girl small girl I was not an unbeliever. So I was she's witnessing to me. I was a Christian. Oh yes, Christian. Not, not an ordinary Christian too. Hot Christian, hot. I go for all nights every Friday. The church I was going to, if they don't have an all night, I'll find a church that has an all night. I don't for, I, I'm, don't, I'm, not, I'm not into dull associations. I need somewhere to pray. So I'll go and find somewhere and pray. If pastor can't organize an all night, I'll organize one for myself. But she told me, she said, I've seen a church in the hospital. I've seen a church. My sister took me there on a Tuesday night, Tuesday night like this, in the hospital. And she said, you will like it. She said, mighty, if you don't like it, then I don't know you. And I was, think, I was thinking, who is this girl? Who, who, I mean, what, who does she think she is? Has she prayed before she say what she say? Yeah. She said, you will like it. She said, you will like it. She said, if you don't like it, she said, mighty, then I don't know you. Hey! Do you think she knows me or not? Yeah, I am today. <laughs> I am today. The day I went, I've not stopped going. Yeah. The day I went, I've not stopped going. That was in 1990. Since 1990, I've not stopped going. I've not stopped going to church on Tuesday night. Yeah. Yeah. Tuesday night. Since she took me to a she took me to a Tuesday night, not Sunday. Not Sunday. Not she just said she said she said Tuesdays you are free. You don't do anything. You don't do anything on Tuesdays. I know you are free. From that Tuesday till today. I'm always in church on Tuesdays. <laughs> yeah. Sit down so I can end. I should tell you to stand up. You don't stand up and tell me to close. <laughs> yeah, it was a standing ovation, isn't it? It's my water there. Yes, it's there. Spiritual. You have to believe in spiritual time. Be angry you've not been appointed as a pastor. That is a reflection of your carnality. Anger is not a fruit of the spirit. Pastor appointment is this something you ask for? Is this something you apply for? Is this something you beg for? Someone was sending messages to the whole world that I don't like it because I've not added it to some pastoral appointment something. I just said to myself, this girl just disqualified herself. The whole, I was getting international messages. 
that somebody is upset that she's not on DMM. I said DMM. Which verse is even DMM? If this is where you've put your hope, I said that is what this that is why you are disqualified. You have rather made me scared and frightened of you. Hey, I should put your DMM. What verse is that? So following God in humility and this, I'm telling you, I was getting texts from different islands and different nations and different continents. I said, no. This person is, have you seen those cakes and people, some people in the big cake, when you slice inside, it's not cooked. Yeah, outside is golden brown, but inside. I said, this girl is not cooked. May God bless you. May God give you divine revelations.